Hi everyone, welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? Everybody all right? Certainly the times we are living in currently present numerous challenges to well-being and serenity. However, healthy self-care practices in our daily life and a solid spiritual foundation can go a long way toward alleviating anxiety and stress and facilitating meaningful living in the world. The astrological season changes this week, Tuesday at uh, 3.20 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the sun transits from Scorpio to Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a mutable fire sign that inspires us to move forward toward our passions in life. And if we can't readily identify any passion in our current life, it can spur us to go find some. Passion, of course, is not the same thing as love. I love dogs. I am passionate about astrology. I've never met a dog I didn't like and one that didn't like me. In fact, most dogs are drawn to me. I guess they dig my vibe. Now, astrology has been a passion since I was a young teen in the 1970s, and I love utilizing it in my professional practice to help guide people in their life. I can use natal astrology to help people know and understand themselves, and I can use transit astrology to guide them in their path in the present and in the future. You know, for example, being warned that bad behavior will bring a hard consequence or that hubris will bring a fall can be an effective incentive for changing said behaviors in the present. I am passionate about making a positive difference in the world around me, and one of the ways I can do that is by encouraging people to change negative or destructive behaviors or on a basic level, you know, uh, bring awareness that said behaviors are negative or, you know, or destructive. Music is something I've been passionate about since I was a teen. I saw scores and scores of concerts and shows when I was a teen in the 1970s. It was an amazing era for music and for live performances. My vinyl collection was easily a thousand albums by, uh, you know, 1982, I'm going to say. Looking back on the present year, We was probably my favorite album of 2022. It was released back in the spring of May 6th. Truth be told, I was never a big fan of our Arcade's Fire's music up until the release of this album. Um, But this, I have to say, is a great album from start to finish, in my opinion. And that's how I listen to it, from start to finish. And that is a sign of a, uh, I think, of a great album. Um, It's been one of my most frequent uh, plays all year. Um, the music, the album has some cool astrologic, uh, astrological references and lyrics, which I appreciate. You know, I, I would rank We with a small collection of rock albums that I consider to be truly great albums, um, just based on the right through it from start to finish. And plus, you know, um, what I, the quality of the music, I feel, you know, what other albums do I say are great? Well, in a sort of a chronological order, uh, when I was a child in the 60s, uh, you know, I was a kid. I wasn't a kid in music. But the album that jumps out for me in the 60s is going to be something by the Beatles. And for me, it's that, you know, it's that, it's that early album, A Hard Day's Night, start to finish, all great cuts. 
Uh, early 70s, one of the first albums I bought as a teenager, uh, or I guess adolescent, really, Sticky Fingers by the Rolling Stones. Uh, Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie, great album start to finish. I could name three other Bowie albums that would put in that list, too. Here's a guy I saw 13 times live, though, so I'm, I'm a little biased. Um, <laughs> Transformer by Lou Reed, great album start to finish. And then, you know, one of the seminal albums of my life that... You know, as as punk, you know, I came in and I I got into punk. Uh, Horses by Patti Smith, uh, Marquee Moon Moon by Television, another great album. Uh, I, I like Talking Heads '77, uh, Babylon by Bus, Bob Marley, one of the great shows I, I I saw in my life. So blessed to have been able to see that performance. Um, the Clash by The Clash, the first Clash album. London Calling's great, but the first one was something. Uh, Unknown Pleasures by Joy Division. Um, you know, a couple of later albums, I think. Um, Out of Time by R.E.M. I would consider as a great album. And and in this century, This Is It by The Strokes. But, you know, at a, you can see where my musical tastes are, are, are back more geared when I was young. And I think that's normal for people. I mean, you know, certainly Taylor Swift is massive now. Doesn't do anything for me, but no disrespect to the music or, you know, to the scores of, I believe they're called Swifties. Um, so... Yeah, for me, I this is the first you know a, a first uh, album that I've uh, that I've enjoyed on that great level for a long time. We by Arcade Fire. Now the lead guy in the band got himself in some trouble, and that's a shame. And, you know, it's a it's a shame for the people hurt in the incidents that were you know brought out, and a shame for the people around him, and a shame for him too. Humans, however, are messy, and life can be tricky. We all screw up at some point. Not one of us is perfect. However, knowing yourself and your journey, journey through astrology can help you navigate the waters of life better and to do better and to be better. And I think that's the, you know, one of the great services that astrology provides. The World Cup of Soccer begins in Qatar this week. Yeah, a questionable choice by, uh, you know, by FIFA given the, you know, the human rights and um, present day slavery issues in that country. Of course, slavery is abhorrent. And while it was outlawed in Britain and in Canada back in 1833, so in almost 200 years ago, and in America in, 19, in 1865, this vile practice continues in certain other parts of the world today. You know, certainly it would be a wish of mine to see slavery disappear from the planet completely sometime in my lifetime. Uh, the powers that be in Qatar have banned people from wearing rainbow gear as their fundamentalist religious views seeing be uh, being gay as an aberration and evil. Of course, fundamentalist Christians aren't much better on that count uh, than the Muslims. So, you know, and condemnatory judgment like that uh, creates the space for hatred and violence. And sadly, hatred and violence was what we saw again on Saturday in Colorado, you know, when a gunman armed with uh, automatic assault weapons walked into a gay bar and opened fire. For the record, nobody has a legitimate need, you know, for uh, those kind of weapons. And for the record, fundamentalist religions that speak out against gay people actually facilitate these absolutely horrific crimes. And politicians who align themselves with fundamentalist religious leaders and who in integrate fundamentalist dogma into their speeches and into, uh, into their legislation are also responsible for these hate crimes. 
Thoughts and energies for those people impacted by the Colorado attack. Thoughts and energies for the brave girls and women of Iran fighting for freedom from religious oppression there from the government and and from the murderous violence of the so-called morality police. Two words that should never be put together. Um, thoughts and, uh, so that's morality and police, never be put together. Uh, thoughts and energies out to the universe today for the innocent people of Ukraine, still being brutalized and terrorized by Putin's imperialist armies, as well as those, you know, for those folks in other places of the world, also suffering and struggling to live in war, war, wartime conditions in their own homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile neighboring countries, civil war, or terrorist insurgency in South America, you know, we're talking South America, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and right across the continent of Africa. So many countries there, their people are dealing with war, uh, war conditions. Thoughts and energies for uh, the young girls and women at risk um, and suffering because they were denied abortion, abortion health care and rights by the religious fanatics appointed to uh, the Supreme Court in the United States. Um, Thoughts and energies, finally, for a beautiful poem, the planet Earth, that she may receive the help, new clean technologies, and necessary worldwide low birth rates and changes in policy across the planet that uh, are required to get her to a healthy state. Um, I am, a, you know, as an astrologer, I'm optimistic for the future. Uh, we have a coming uh, transit of Aquarius, uh, of Pluto through Aquarius, so we have the planet of transformation moving through a sign, Aquarius, that is about technology, that is about science, that is about human rights concerns, that is about the environment and the planet. And so a 20-year energy period coming that really uh, will shift things in, uh, in the planet's favor. Before we set the table for the upcoming week with the planetary uh, activity for the next seven days, let's bring things back to basics. This is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there just doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It is a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create an operator's manual for yourself. So there's that, and then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you. And we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets in the zodiac on your natal chart. This is why I suggest you have your own natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast. Okay, now for the astrology for the week of Monday, November 21st to Sunday, Dece uh, November, I'm getting ahead of myself, December, uh, November 27th. Soon it will be December. And it's already winter here. And yes, Montreal, this is real winter. It's not fake winter. Sometimes we get that early fake winter. The way, the way this feels, though, I, I'm, I think this is real winter. Weekly moon cycle. Uh, well, you know, the moon imply, uh, provides uh, an emotion and an experience template for us every 28 and a half days, uh, give or take a few hours. Uh, um, this is important information for spell casting for those ma magically inclined and for day-to-day -day living for all. Uh, the moon is in its waning phase until Wednesday this week, then it begins to wax. The waxing phase is good for attracting and nurturing energy, work, and spells. The moon is going to transit from Libra to Scorpio to Sagittarius to Capricorn this week. So look at your natal chart and see where those four signs are. See what planets you have in those four signs. 
How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication as to which areas of life will be highlighted for better or for worse for you. Okay, now let's see what the inner planets are up to this week. The sun starts the week at 29 degrees Scorpio and will finish up at, yes, 5 degrees of Sagittarius. Now, as an Aquarius, I'm super stoked for Sagittarius sign because Aquarius and Sagittarius are two of the most harmonious energies in the zodiac. And in fact, these are the two signs that probably align best for each other. Mercury is at 6 degrees Sagittarius to start and will finish up at. 16 degrees Sagittarius, fast mover Mercury, except when it's retrograding, which is three times a year, four times a year. Venus is six degrees Sagittarius, we'll move to 14 degrees of Sagittarius, and Mars, Mars is creating problems for people. It's at 22 degrees Gemini, and it will move back to 19 degrees Gemini retrograde. So if you have planets in Gemini, particularly in those, you know, those degrees, pay special attention to details of your life. Um, leave extra time if you're traveling. And really, you know, um, also people on the mutable line, uh, um, lines, significant planets and mutable lines, uh, they can be problematic too. So this Mars, this Mars energy, you know, this Mars retrograde energy will affect... Eh, everybody a little, but uh, some folks a lot. So you want to look at your natal chart, see where Gemini, Scorpio, and Sagittarius are, and via house rulerships, you'll be able to see the areas of life that will be affected uh, by the fast-tracking action um, of the inner planets for you this week. Um, now for the more constant planetary energy of the middle and outer planets in the zodiac as well as some other slow transiting elements uh, we've got jupiter uh, having us consider the bigger questions in life reflecting on our journey at 28 degrees pisces retrograde but soon to go direct saturn is bringing discipline and structure to your life and delivering consequences for those deserving them at 19 degrees aquarius Uranus is challenging our existing views on structure and our relationship with convention and with authority at 16 degrees Taurus retrograde. Neptune is deepening consciousness at 22 degrees Pisces retrograde. Pluto is forging and facilitating transformation and propelling even the reluctant toward change at 26 degrees Capricorn. Chiron the healer is facilitating fresh healing and old, old wounds at 12 degrees Aries retrograde. Black Moon Lilith is stirring energies of seduction, opening magical channels, and enabling empowerment at 24 degrees Cancer. The North Node is 13 degrees Taurus, and the South Node is 13 degrees Scorpio. So the karmic axis runs low to high from Scorpio to Taurus at that degree point. Take a look at your natal chart and see where those points of Taurus and a Scorpio are. Things are brewing there. So now let's put it all together and see what the astrological energy of each day of the coming week looks like. Um, you know, is, is, it, is it harmony or discord? Well, for the most part, you know, we're going to say harmony. Um... Monday, we start the week with Libra lunar energies. However, midday, 12.16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon flows into the fixed water sign Scorpio. The moon aligns with the south node in Scorpio overnight, bringing dreams of the past that hold significant messaging for us. Mercury forms a conjunction with Sagittarius Monday, inspiring us to move forward toward our passions in life. 
Certainly new passions can be revealed and formed under these energies. This will be a good day for many to communicate their passion for a concept or a project to others. Significant Mars retrograde interference can be the only real obstacle, so you want to check and see how that current Mars retrograde is impacting your chart before moving forward. Tuesday, the sun moves into Sagittarius, with where it aligns with Venus and Mercury, boosting our optimism and hope for the coming four weeks. There is a generosity of spirit to Sagittarius season, and that giving energy will infuse our being and influence how we move through life now. Fire and air sign may become uh, open to relationships now. And of course, earth and water people are always generally there, generally always there, um... Wednesday, Jupiter goes direct in Pisces, bringing clarity over the coming days to areas of life where we have felt lost or confused. Um, The moon moves into Sagittarius at 3.16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Wednesday, initiating the most Sagittarius two-day period of Sagittarius season 2022. And there's a new moon at 5.57 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Wednesday, a point where we should plant seeds of new passion and consider where we want to direct our energies, our care and our love moving forward. And so this is both short-term and long-term. Now, Thursday, Mercury trines Chiron, helping us to find healing solutions to fractured or broken situations in our life. This is a good day to connect with friends and share common experiences and insights with each other. Um, We can, you know, we we grow and and we heal and we learn through uh, um, our shared experiences or the experiences we share with each other. Friday, the moon transits into Capricorn at 4.18 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, facilitating the blending blending of passion and ambition, you know, with a certain Earth element practicality into the mix, uh, in the mix. Uh, Venus trines Chiron Friday, bringing healing in love or healing in our love journey, which can help, uh, you know, open us to new love. Um... I've been struggling to find love, you know, could be that there's something off, you know, uh, out of balance or hurt inside of you. Saturday, uh, you know, with a largely unencumber- unencumbered um, Capricorn moon, uh, should be a smooth day for most. Um, moon's not forming aspects with other planets. Um, find the right balance between organizing yourself for the upcoming holiday season and beyond and enjoying some of the healthy pleasures life has to offer in the present. Um, Sunday, a Mercury quincunx with uh, Uranus can have some slipping into obsessively judgmental territory. Others may experience the energy of this aspect as a skittish, skittish anxiety about action. Either way, grounding yourself in spiritual principles and uh, various forms of meditation will prove effective in countering the negative qualities of this aspect. Sunday at 5.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon makes its final transit of the week, moving into Aquarius, uh, a sign super aligned with Sagittarius, which will set a positive and open-minded, albeit independent, tone for the new week. This lunar uh, transit will stir passion for activism in, in many as the uh, Aquarius moon sextiles the Sagittarius sun. For daily aspect refor- reports, follow me on Instagram at Duncan Delamontang. You'll find one posted most days in the story section. I also post astrology reports in the blog on my website. You can find a link for that and other things on, in the bio on my Instagram. That's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you well. 
Uh, I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to others and be good to yourself. 